You're listening to the Gutsy Podcast, where we talk about all things real, raw, and ridiculous about running a business authentically. I'm Laura Wallace, also known as the Laura Aura, lover of all things inspirational, owner of Works Graphic Design, and your host on this journey through entrepreneurship. I'm here to help you get out of your head and back into action as a passionate business rock star. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday as we fuel your gutsy. On this week's episode, we are talking about the top 10 things you need to know before starting a business. When I started Works about 11 and a half years ago, I honestly had no clue as to what I was doing. I knew that I was a pretty good designer, and that's honestly about it. There's some bliss and ignorance. Honestly, I think if I knew every single detail of what I know now about what I would get myself into, I'm not really sure that I would have taken the risk and had the guts to do it. Some of these things might sound like downers, but honestly, they're things that I wish someone would have told me so I knew what to expect on some sort of level. It's kind of like when your female friends tell you about the details of what happens to your body after you give birth, you know, those like big ass boat pads and your swollen vagina and you have to squirt it with a bottle of warm water. These are things that are not going to stop you from having a baby, but it's really nice to know and have a little bit of a heads up when those things do happen to know that there's some normality to it and it's okay and people get through this every single day. So I want you to consider to me to be that friend right now. I'm going to be that friend that gives you a little bit of a heads up, not to freak you out or make you go away or make you not do something, but just so that if and when some of these things may or may not happen, as they present themselves, you can be like, ah, uh, I see. I remember her telling me about that. Each person is going to have their own journey and their own circumstances, so no two things are ever going to be the same. But my hopes are that if you have a little bit of a heads up as these things present themselves, you know how to handle yourself and the situation a little bit better. All right, let's get into them. Number one, everything takes longer than you expect. It's sometimes really frustrating. And I know personally for me, when I have an idea and I'm ready to rock and roll, I'm ready for all the cards to be in the right place at the right time. Almost everything that you do is going to take longer than you expect it to. And honestly, that's okay. Things take time to nurture and timing is everything. I wanted to start this podcast two years ago, but the timing wasn't right. If it hasn't happened yet, it's because you're learning something valuable. The people around you aren't right. The scenario isn't right. You still have things that need to happen on your journey before this idea can come to fruition. It may just not be your season yet. I want you to hang tight, though, because if it's your calling to do something, it will actually happen. It just might take a little bit longer than you expect. So be patient with yourself. Be patient with the process and the ideas and know that if something isn't happening as quickly as you would like it to, you don't have to give up on it. You just have to give it a little bit more time. Number two. You're probably going to think about the business all the time. Sometimes I miss the days of leaving my job and going home and thinking about just regular normal life stuff like dinner and going to see friends or family or just hanging out and not having my mind constantly running. 
I don't really want to be sitting at home thinking about how in the hell the postage meter works, but quite honestly, sometimes those types of things happen. You're going to get inspired by things that are all around you, and you're going to get ideas in the strangest of places. Personally, when I'm in the car, it's like a direct funnel into creative Laura Aura world. Like, I get ideas, and I usually call my office, or at a red light, I'll talk to text into my phone so I don't forget it, or I'll jot it down on a piece of paper. You're constantly going to be seeing things that are happening around you that are going to inspire you, that are going to ignite an idea, that's going to make you think about something that you've, you are working on in the business. Think of it as like this open tab on your browser that's kind of always running in the background, even if you're working in it or not. With time, you'll learn how to guide these thoughts and shut them off completely when the time is needed, but it takes some practice. So it is really important to create healthy boundaries when running a business because otherwise the business will completely consume you. It's like a child or someone that you have to take care of all the time. It's this thing that you're responsible for, but something that you really love passionately. And if you think about the people around you that you love, you're willing to spend a lot of time, money, and effort to enhance their lives. You're willing to make sacrifices to ensure they have what they need. Your business is the same way. You're going to want to give it everything that it needs so that it is strong and healthy and thriving. But you have to create barriers with your time, your money, and your energy to ensure that you don't deplete yourself completely. Number three, running a business can put pressure on your relationships. So your time may get divided between things and people that you love and what you're trying to build. Honestly, sometimes I feel like a crappy friend because I don't, I feel like I don't do normal stuff most of the time, like networking on weeknights or figuring out why the hell Facebook changed, how my business page looks, and then I have to fix it. And then before I know it, two and a half hours have gone by and I haven't eaten and then it's time to go to bed and there went the day. So you might disappear on people from time to time because building a business takes an intense amount of your energy and your time. The best thing that you can do in these scenarios is just to stay in some sort of contact with them. Let them know that you're okay. Let them know that you're alive. Let them know what you've got going on and invite them to be a little bit part of your journey. Don't just completely like uproot and disappear on people because that tends to freak them out. Building a business takes an intense amount of your time and your energy. And honestly, the people that support you are going to be there with you along your journey. The people that understand what you're doing and truly support you are going to bend and flex with you and know that if you need time to do what you need to do to grow the business, that you're going to do that. But then you're going to come back to those people that mean the most to you because honestly, your support system is everything. The ones that don't, They won't be around. And quite honestly, that's okay. Number four, your body, it's gonna take some impact. So this whole business thing can really take a toll on your body, your mind, and your soul. I have gained weight and I've lost it. I've battled through depression and anxiety. I've lost sleep, sometimes for days at a time. Stress is something that I'm still trying to balance and learn how to manage properly. 
you really have to take care of yourself to be able to do the things that you are setting out to do. Sometimes it involves changing your diet, setting healthy boundaries with your time, like not answering email at midnight, for instance, doing yoga every day at 3 p.m., having a spontaneous dance party to let out some stress. Whatever it is that works for you, you have to really make sure that you make time to invest in your body. Because if you don't have your mind, your body, and your soul, it's really challenging to do the things that you need to do to grow your business. It may take a toll on your body, so be mindful of the warning signs ahead of time. Like, do you know that when you start getting kind of cranky that you need to up your sleep? Do you know that when you start getting bags under your eyes that you need to drink more water? Are you putting food and drinks into your body that nourish it and not deplete it? I'm still working on that one. Haven't figured it out, but I'm working on it. Put things in place to set yourself up for success, whether that's an alarm on your phone, putting your vitamins on a different counter, pre-measuring out your smoothies beforehand, going to bed a half hour earlier. Do things that set you up for success to take care of your body. Number five, running a business causes a lot of emotions. (laughs) I'm talking every single emotion maybe that exists. I never expected how many things that I would feel when starting and running a business. I just thought, oh, there's this thing that I love to do and I'm going to start a business and it's all going to be beautiful and dandy and I get to do what I love to do for the rest of my life. Urge, time out. Um, Turns out that also comes with a whole lot of other things. God bless my amazing husband. He could tell you all about the different emotions that come along with it because he has heard them all. I can honestly feel on top of the world one second and in the very same moment feel like I'm completely worthless and break into tears. Sometimes I overworry and overthink about things and get really anxious. Sometimes I get so ridiculously excited about what it is that we're working on or doing or striving towards that I can't sleep. It's a roller coaster to say the least and it's learning how to roll with those emotions versus being consumed by them. It's essential to have a group of like-minded people, people that are very similar to you in the sense that they're running a business, growing a business, doing something towards their business so that you can talk about your challenges, your obstacles, the things that you're really pumped up about because they'll know how to celebrate with you the most and they'll know how to work with you through the tough times the most as well. Number six, you have to be seen. I'm not talking about necessarily taking out the inside front cover ad space in a magazine or adding an A to the beginning of your name so you're listed in the directory section first. I mean physically and verbally. People need to see and hear you. To build a business, you have to build relationships. And that means meeting people at networking events, conferences, through social media, going to workshops or webinars or Facebook groups going to meetups, whatever it is that's going on in your community or within your industry or where your target audience, your clients are, people have to know that you exist. There's the saying that if they, if we build it, they will come. And sometimes that is accurate. But if they don't know you're there, they don't know where to go. Email people back when they contact you. Make phone calls, even if that makes you uncomfortable. Send video clips of your voice over email. Whatever your method is, just make sure that you are making a regular appearance out in the world. Number seven, you are the only person stopping you from doing anything. 
there's going to be a handful of times where you want to quit. Honestly, you'll compare yourself to someone else's journey, or you'll see someone that appears to be doing something that you're doing better. You may think that you're not good enough or you don't deserve to do it because of some past bullshit that you haven't dealt with. And trust me, I've got a whole library of this crap to tell you about. I've got all of it. Stories for days. The truth is, even if other people have told you negative things, you're the one that either allows it to come into your space and you absorb it and you live it, or you are the person that hears those things, acknowledges it, tosses it back to that person, because let's be honest, when people lash out at you, it's way more about them than it is about you. You can be that person that blocks those feelings, projects it back out into the world because it doesn't belong to you, even if obstacles show up, like time or money or circumstances, there's always a season and storms always run out of rain. And you can change your success path simply by changing your mind and knowing that you do have this and you are enough and you can do this and all you have to do is something, something towards your goal, something to get you closer to where you are headed anyways. Number eight, get comfortable being uncomfortable because you're about to take a lot of risks. You'll find that you're uncomfortable more than you are not. Now, I know that kind of sounds scary, but it's the honest truth because you're not always going to know the answer or how to do everything or how something needs done you'll have to say yes and figure out how in the hell you're going to get things done. You'll make promises and have to make the time. You'll say that you can achieve something and then realize that you don't know how to use the software or the program properly. But you know what? This is one of the key traits that create a successful entrepreneur because you take a risk and you figure it out because your dream depends on it. It's important to you, so you're going to figure out how to get these things done. So you might feel uncomfortable, but it's temporary because through discomfort, there is growth, and through growth, there is expansion, and through expansion, you can achieve so many incredible things. And once you've learned something once, you can go on to the next thing and master that, and the next thing, and then master that, and before you know it, you have this like entire mental library of all these things that you never knew how to do. And now it doesn't even phase you. Number nine, you don't have to mimic everyone in your industry. Comparison is the thief of joy. And if you're watching every move that your competitors are making on social media or on their website or out in the world, you're probably feeling kind of crappy. And it's not because you're not great. It's not because what you're doing is any less than what they're doing. It's not because what you're doing is not worthy or valid, but because watching everyone else just naturally makes you feel a little less awesome sometimes, particularly if you're feeling in a low spot of your journey. You don't have to do what they're doing to keep up with them. That's a common misconception in business that if you don't do what X, Y, and Z company is doing or ABC company that you're going to fail. The truth is their target audience and the services that they're offering may drastically be different than the target audience and the services that you're offering. So just because one of your competitors or someone local to you is doing a webinar or launching a new 
product or a new event series or launching a new service or making an appearance at a certain event. Just because they're doing those things doesn't mean you have to be doing them because they may not align with your business strategy and where you're headed. If you carve out your own niche and do the things the way that you see success from them, honestly, there are only a very small handful of people in my industry that I follow on social media. These are people that I have a lot of respect for that I can honestly celebrate their successes with them. But I had to find a balance between following people and being consumed by people. So I'm very careful and I encourage you to be very careful with how many people in your industry that you are flooding your inbox and your feeds with. Last but not least for this particular list, number 10, you are everyone. Yep. When you start a business, not only do you become the boss, but you become the employee, the accountant, the janitor, the therapist, the bad guy, the motivator. If you're transitioning from an employee working at another business to the CEO of a company, I want you to take a look around you because you'll not only be doing your job, but you'll be doing everyone else's job that's sitting around you. And probably for the first couple of years, making a lot less money. You'll have to do things like talking on the phone or entering data into QuickBooks or figuring out how the printer works. And it's printing duplicate size, but should only print on one side. There's oftentimes not a second person or a third person to bounce those things off of. You're often just kind of jumping and figuring out on the way down. Most of the time, you're going to feel like you have no idea what you're doing, but then you're going to learn. And the secret is everyone around you is figuring something out as well. So while you become everyone, you'll also learn the art of delegation. You don't always have to do everything forever, but there's a period of time where there's a lot of really valuable information because to build a company and if you plan on expanding or adding employees or expanding locations, it's really great to have a foundational understanding of the way things operate within your business so that you can teach other people, delegate it, and have them help you expand things further. Again, this is where having a really great network of people that are also in a similar position as you is one of the most invaluable things that you'll ever have. Investing time a couple hours a month or a phone call or a mentoring session, just having people that you can turn to that really understand. You may wear a lot of hats, but there is nothing wrong with asking for help and asking someone else to wear a hat. Now that I've told you a bunch of stuff that probably has your heart beating a little bit faster than before you came, I want to leave you with this. No matter what you do in life, there's always going to be stress and concern and worry and thoughts of defeat and obstacles and all the stuff that comes along with it. Why not invest your time into something that you love? So if you know that everything in life comes with some sort of obstacle, why not put the energy behind the obstacle that is also going to get you to the greatest success by doing something that you love? Because if you're doing something that you love, even if the things that surround you are temporarily challenging you, you're getting yourself one step closer to the goals that you have set, to the dream that you have created, to the business that you have envisioned for months or years at a time. 
things are going to happen along the way and that's okay. And it's all part of learning. It's all part of being a human. It's all part of being an entrepreneur because none of us are perfect and none of us should expect to be perfect because that's unrealistic expectations. But what we can do is be open and receptive to growing and learning and creating a viable business that not only supports ourselves, but our family and the people around us that truly, truly support us. These tips are intended to empower you so that you have a little bit more ammo as you walk into and through this journey and knowing that these things are okay and they're normal and they're part of the process because I think where most of us get hung up is feeling like, oh my gosh, this is happening to me. It doesn't happen to any of the other successful people that I know and everything around me is crumbling when in fact, You're learning because you're growing. And when you're growing, you're creating an incredible business. By understanding that these are normal parts of the process of growing a small business, your comeback is quicker and your light will shine a little bit brighter. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of the Gutsy Podcast. Be sure to tune in this Thursday for our power back about finding a way versus finding an excuse. Join the conversation on Instagram and Facebook at The Gutsy Podcast or follow me along personally at That Laura Aura. 